Hola, and bienvenidos to my show, Cafecito with Rosie on TV. This is a brand new year, 2021, and this is the first quarter. We're still in January. You know, both of us are recovering from what the new normal is looking at. But I want to let you know that the first quarter, Cafecito with Rosie will be concentrating on purpose because of my book, Ñeque, and the four components of it. Purpose, Persistent, Persevere, and Pivot. Today, I am so happy to introduce my really good friend, Gigi Sabat. Oh, Regeline Sabat, but we call her Gigi because we just love her and that's her name. So Gigi is a first-generation Haitian born in America and the CEO and founder of Live Service Center of American LLC. Gigi is a popular leadership and woman empowerment speaker on topics of passion close to her heart like resilience, financial literacy, and surviving domestic violence and sexual assault. Thank you so much for joining us today, Gigi. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you for having me here today. It's an honor. Great, 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 my dear. And, you know, you and I had been meeting each other in the campaign trail. We have the same values and we believe on uh, life, liberty, and uh, the pursuit of happiness, right? And I, I got to know you more because um, we are... Uh, we started doing some exercises together uh, at the beginning of the uh, of the campaign, the last campaign. But tell me a little bit about um, you were an intern at the Senator Marco Rubio uh, office. Tell me a little bit about that. How can young people that they're interested in politics can get an internship in in an elected official's office? Yes, I would definitely say. They get involved. Uh, here's the thing. I'll backtrack a little bit and I'll tell you here. My parents came to this country from Haiti around 35 years ago. And my parents instilled in my brothers and I the importance of obtaining an education. So I did. I attended the University of Central Florida. I got my BA in political science, pre-law and sociology. And then I interned for Senator Rubio. I, I definitely recommend getting involved. In, in your community any way possible, even during your undergrad studies. That's the best time to have an internship. Don't wait. And also a lot of people don't apply because they say, oh, I, I can't apply. They won't accept me or they, they, they don't have those social skills. Mm -hmm. So I would say you definitely have to apply. Step into the unknown. And here's the thing. Uh, my life changed forever after my internship. It transformed my life. And I met some of the greatest people that you can ever imagine with a genuine heart. So I'm truly grateful uh, for my internship. And then after interning for Rubio and graduating from UCF, I attended law school. And while in law school, I became the SBA president, the Student Bar Association president, which means I oversaw all the organizations in the law school. But here's the thing, Rosie. Mm -hmm. I got the shock of my life one day because I didn't know I was being abused at home till this day when I was sitting on the couch. I had just got done studying and I was on the phone call with a colleague from SBA and the abuser charged at me and literally almost strangled me to death, beat me and threw my phone across the room and my phone left a mark on the wall. And I'll never forget trying to get back up to get my phone. And I fell flat like a vegetable. And mm -hmm. at the time, I didn't know why I fell flat, but the domestic violence advocates told me it's because I lost oxygen to the brain. And I said, oh my goodness, I, how am I still here if I lost oxygen to the brain? So I'm truly grateful to be here. Wow, that's amazing. And yeah, tell us a little bit about, we, we're going to go back in your, um, in your advocacy for, for domestic violence, but tell us a little bit about Gigi. 
who was Gigi? How did she grow up? Family and stuff like that. What? Just let let us get to know who is Gigi. Yes, I definitely was someone who was very focused into uh, school. Again, my parents instilled in my brothers and I the importance of obtaining an education. So right after high school, I went straight into school. I, I love playing basketball. So essentially, I went to Broward College and started playing as a walk-on. And I literally saw my life uh, transform when I made the decision to pursue a degree in law uh, because I had a great aunt that I was very close with before. You know, she passed away. And I promised her that I would obtain my my law degree. And, I, and I'm and i still in pursuit of that, even after the domestic violence matters. So I'll be finishing up in 2021. Congratulations. Congratulations. And I'm excited for you. And Thank you're you. also an, an author because you also uh, wrote your book. So tell me the title of your book. Yes. So the title of my books are titled Walk With Me and God First because it's a sequence. So essentially walk with me, God first and walk with purpose because I want people to understand the importance of having God first place in their lives. We wouldn't have all the issues we have in society if people were to keep God first in their lives. And in Walk With Me, I mentioned the trials and tribulations that I had to overcome, such as domestic violence and sexual assault twice in my life to become the woman that you see before you today. Good. And see, um, one, I have a quote on my book. I, as a matter of fact, the first, uh, per, the first uh, chapter of my book is called Find Your Purpose. And it says here, helping you find clarity and then using it to become your best and most suitable self, which in turn gives you a suitable business. That's part of what the book encouraged people to do. Now, you also help not only people, but business owners to find their purpose once they stuck. How do you do that? Yes. So essentially I meet with my clients and I see where they are and where they want to be because essentially we have to know where you even are. Mm -hmm. And that's what the, the problem most folks have. They, they want to get somewhere, but they don't even know where they are and they don't know how to get unstuck. So that's why they're stuck in the first place. And so I help them get unstuck and I help them experience massive life transformation and growth spiritually, financially, professionally, and personally after mm -hmm. working with them. Great, great. And you also did a, a, um, a invest in, um, investment on yourself when you did the speaker talks uh, series. Um, tell me a little bit about that experience. Yes, ma'am. And you were part of that as well. It was an yeah. amazing it was an amazing event. <laughs> yes, and towards the end, I'll never forget, we, we sang, correct, together? You, you were a lifesaver there. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. if you come in the stage, you know, that's not going to stop me. I'm just going to get there and not let you be by yourself. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I had a great time. I had a blast. It, it was definitely life-changing as well, just to hear some of the other speakers as well and I truly enjoy doing what I do. I love serving God's people on this new spiritual platform he has given me. And again, I say he has given it to me because he really has. I was a speaker on a different platform for the law school, but here I am now as a speaker on a new platform, the spiritual platform. Yes, yes. And that is amazing. Now, I hear that you are trilingual. So yes. what, are the, what's, what languages do you speak? Great question. English. Haitian Creole and French. And French. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I, I'm bilingual in a lot of the uh, new generation. You know, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's, 
it's taught in school and a lot of people like to be bilingual, but more than anything is the practice of it, right? I mean, um, the way I learn my English is I live with an American family right after coming from Ecuador. And I'm pretty sure that at three days uh, of me waiting for them to sit down and eat, but they were so busy they never did, um, they ate on the road. My step, my American dad probably say, Rosie, you, you help, you, you're welcome to open the refrigerator and eat anything you want. Well, after three days, I thought, well, maybe I need to learn how to speak English to tell these people I'm starving to death. <laughs> that's how I learned my English. So um, I think it's a, a, a very positive um, and very demanding, I guess, or no, more, more um, people need it most, uh, more now that you that you are bilingual and there's so many co populations and communities that they're coming to our amazing nation that needs people like you that they can communicate on their language. That's right. I'm actually an interpreter as well for Ad Astra Inc. So I wear many hats. So if needed, I do pick up an assignment at John Hopkins Children's Hospital if needed to translate for the doctor to speak to the family when the child is is close to death, near death. Right. Uh, Yes, and also at the courthouse if needed. Wow, that's amazing. So let's go back to that that, that pivotal time, point of your life when um, you um, mentioned that you were, first of all, not aware that you were being abused because um, just, just you were not aware, um, but then you realized it was. So how did you come to the conclusion? What was the challenges and did you overcome it and how? Yes, great question. So essentially before the third time that I really became aware, mm -hmm. there were quite two instances before where I felt like I was strangled, but it was my gut instinct and then mm -hmm. the recollection of a memory that I said, was I strangled? And here's the thing. One day my neck hurt so bad. I'll never forget one of my, one of my good friends. I played high school basketball with her and she asked me, Hey, come out, you know, and I, I was done studying. So I said, okay. And then I went out there, but my neck was hurting so bad. I could barely even play that I cannot play today. I'm so sorry. And then she said, are you being abused at home? And I, I said, no way. I'm in an abusive relationship. Mind you, I've never been in anything like that before. Mm -hmm. And so I, when that, when I got home that day, I asked the abuser, I said, did you strangle me? And the abuser says, no, I think you just have a cold. And mm -hmm. so that was sign number one, red flag number one, but the domestic violence said, then they said to me, the times you believe you were strangled, you were strangled. Those little memories that you have, you were strangled. It's just that you lost oxygen to the brain that you don't recall that you were strangled fully. Wow. So, yes. And actually the third time I, when I was on the couch, when, when I real, really realized that it happened, because remember the abuser charged at me the third time. So I was, I was able to see that person charging at me. So there's no way you can tell me that you didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And so what happened now is because of my uh, gut instincts and I believe the recollection, I had put my neck down slightly when that person was charging at me, I think out of, you know, fear saying, oh my goodness, you know? So if I could show you right now, I would, I was putting my neck down slightly and they said, that's what saved my life. Oh, wow. Wow. So once you came to the conclusion that this was happening, what did you do? How did you get out of the situation? Are you still going through it or how did you overcome that? Yes, I got out of that situation because I realized that I almost lost my life in that matter. 
And essentially, after everything happened, that abuser kept trying to reach out to me, keep in mind there was a restraining order, but that abuser was trying to tell me we need to get married and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so I really, really, really kept my distance. Again, that restraining order helped a lot. I'm truly grateful for that. Um, and just God, God really helped me get through um, into my full recovery. And I, I, you know, I'm still recovering to this day. It, it's, it's a lot. Right. Uh, that, that happened. Um, but essentially I got baptized after that. Uh, and our good friend, Genesis Quintana was there. She was present at the baptism after everything happened. She, she was very supportive on that journey as well. And again, it, it just really brought me closer to God. And I read the Bible as a child, uh-huh. but I read it again as an adult after everything happened, because it's just too much that happened. Mm-hmm. And really, Really, God helped me overcome. He helped me transform into this woman that you see before you. Mind you, I was an introvert before, but here <laughs> I am today as an extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but God, right? Yes, and, ma'am. And now um, you mentioned Genesis, and yes, we love our, our friend Genesis, <laughs> and and uh, you know, and you love Brittany. You and I know Brittany. You and yes. I also know Paula. Yes. How important is those female relationships to you and to empower each other and lift each other up? Yes, woman empowerment is everything. And you mentioned uh, great woman friends that, you know, are in my life as well as yours, you know, Genesis, Brittany, and uh, Paula, and you. I'm truly grateful to have uh, all of you women in my life because we have to support each other. If we don't, who will, right? Right, <laughs> and right. We all- all have the same mission to help others we all come from a genuine place in our hearts to help others and i think that's very important to um, lift each other too often women want to bring each other down or tear each other down so when you really have that amazing support system to help each other and elevate each other i think that's very powerful yes and and it's important because you know it says women they kind of i mean uh girls kind of like they get into each other and they get the whole jealousy but women empower other women to be the best that we can be because hey there's this a piece of a pipe for everybody and what you were created to be um is not what i was created to be or to do right we all have different gifts and talents that we bring to the table but together we make the perfect body um and i think sometimes also you really need to guard those uh friendships and in, in your relationships because you cannot be yourself just with anybody i mean you need to be true to yourself but there is those moments those moments where you are human and you need that unconditional love that unconditional sisterhood that if you're doing something that you might not sure you know that the, your sister has the best interest for you in the relationship so when when she gives you like a um um a suggestion or something is for the best of you and to bring you up right not to not to put you down or or to 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 make you feel uncomfortable about your decision um and it's just the the best uh part of a relationship to be so transparent and so intimate with somebody where you can be just totally yourself and they still love you anyway. Well, you know, the good, bad, and the ugly. When we are those uh, driven women, sometimes we can come across very crude and rude, but it's not. We just have that goal-oriented mentality and we just get things done. So being with some other girls at the same time that have the same um, curse, I mean, the same uh, um, uh, force of nature (laughs) 
it's actually great to be in the same room with all these people, don't you think? Yes, ma'am. I agree. Good, good, good. So again, how can people find you? Tell us, first of all, about your book, uh, where they can find and buy your book, your um, platform, your social media. Oh, and then actually, before you say that, uh, we do still have uh, just a few more minutes. Tell me about that, that um, um, business that you have. I know you have like a, um, and I actually talked to you about, talk about you in my book about the uh, system where if uh, business owners would like to be listed under your uh, program, they can. And then that way, if people are traveling, they can access your system and they have uh, a professional that they have be vetted by you and you'll be able to refer them to, to that person in need. Thank you, Rosie. I appreciate that. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'll describe it now. It's the company is called Life Service Center of America, LLC. And essentially we have two different aspects. Our first aspect are our motivational programs and courses that are taught by me. And so that's where the life coaching comes into play. And I help people get from where they are to where they want to be. And then the second aspect is our business service navigator. I call it the BSN. And mm -hmm. what that is, it allows our members to locate the services they need in a reasonable time via a drop-down menu feature that we had Basically, it was a project that we created and it was built out and it's actually going to launch the next year. So 2021, the beginning of the year, it will launch. Uh, it's going into the full launch. I'm super excited about that. And again, it's going to solve a huge problem because too often individuals go on Google or they want to find quality service and they cannot find it mm -hmm. because they just keep looking through thousands of web pages. Now you don't have to worry about that. You just simply use a drop down menu feature and you'll find that quality service because I have partnered with business owners who only provide quality service. So I feel great knowing that my members will be taken care of in the areas that I don't cover. Good, good, good. All right. Awesome. Yes, that was very impressed. I, I mean, from the beginning that I spoke with you, I would say I want to be part of that. So <laughs> thank you. All right. So how can people find you? Yes, they can find me on my website, Life Service Center of America, LLC.com. They can also subscribe to my podcast on YouTube and all major podcast platforms. That's called Walk With Me. Enter that in my last name in the search engine. It will pop right up. And then also as well, my social media, my Facebook is Regeline Sabat, but I highly recommend connecting with me on Instagram rather. So at GG Sabat, <laughs> I've reached a full capacity on Facebook. Apparently I was just <laughs> notified about that uh, from a friend. So yeah, I yeah. recommend uh, Instagram <laughs> or yeah. LinkedIn. I think there's about 5,000 people. That's the most that you can do in, in social media. But I guess Instagram, it's, uh, I, I don't know how many how many are in Instagram that you are able to have. So again, tell them uh, Gigi Sabat is going to be in Instagram, right? Yes, Instagram. I'm new to that. I just got on there last year, I believe, when I launched a speaking career. And then uh -huh. also uh, LinkedIn. So that's uh, Regeline Gigi Sabat. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn is one of the things that I tell people that if they are business owners, that's the platform that you need to be the most updated on. You don't have to be a great um, in all platforms. Choose one. But if you're a professional, you're Pro, your LinkedIn profile should be the one that is the most updated. All right, Ray, uh, Gigi, thank you, my dear friend, for joining me today. I really do appreciate it for your time. Um, one more nugget that you might want to kind of tell my uh, audience? Yes, ma'am. I will tell them to never give up. 
and to maintain a resilient mindset no matter what. When you get down in this lifetime, no matter what challenge happens in your life, you need to be able to bounce back and you need to bounce back quickly and stay back up. Don't let this lifetime knock you down. Get back up. Don't go into depression. Don't go into anxiety. Don't live in fear. The only person the Bible says you shall fear is God. So walk with God. Keep him first in your life. Walk with purpose. God is truly great. Thank you. Thank you, Gigi. And my dear friends, this is another quote of my book. Passion and purpose work hand in hand because the purpose gives you the reason to start and the passion keeps you going when things get rough. I cannot put it better than what Gigi have mentioned. Once you find your purpose and you find your passion, you will be living an unstoppable life. You will focus on what you were created to be, and you will not be chasing rabbits that will keep you distracted from you fulfilling your God-given talent. If you use that talent to project the best person of who you are, your pain pride cannot will not wait to come to like you, to come to know you, like you, trust you, and do business with you. Building relationships is how you are able to succeed. That is how I have achieved two thriving, successful, and profitable business. And now I'm bringing you friends to show you that anybody can do the same, no matter what profession you are in. Well, thank you so much, amigos, for joining me today. And we'll hear you next time in the next Cafecito with Rosie on air. Ciao.